The town of Salem is old. Its history stretches back through the mists of time. As such, myth and legend in this place is less fairy tale and more the guy next door. It is that time again and the winter holidays are fast approaching. You have arrived at Salem to visit its famed snowtime markets and maybe find yourself part of the history of this festive little town. You have settled into the town in preparation for its famed winter market. The last couple of days, some rumours have been flying on the snow of strange singing deep within the town's well. What hidden mystery lies in its depth? <laughs> Welcome to Not A Game of Sky On, but a lovely one-shot, a lovely Christmas one-shot with some very special friends. As ever, I am your GM Luce, and with me today, I have... Hello, I am, um, I am from this podcast, A Rendezvous With Destiny. You may know me from it. <laughs> um, I am playing Mariel, uh, who goes by Mary. I've got no idea what voice she's going to have, um, and she uses she, her pronouns. And we have some cool guests today. Guest number one, please introduce yourself. Hi, I am Katie. I use she, her, or they, them pronouns. Uh, and I am from Deck of Many Things. No. Nope. Which I'm sure... No, nope, we're not from Deck of Many Things. Pardon? We're not, we're not from Deck of Many Things. Oh, no, wait, I can't even say words. It's okay. Okay, let me try that again. Um, uh, I am from Deck of Many Aces, which I'm sure you've heard Anne plug here a bunch of times. Woo. We are an actual play D&D podcast made by actual asexuals and also some aromantics. Um, and today I am playing, uh, Douglas. Uh, and he uses he, him pronouns and is going to have as low a voice as I can manage to say <laughs> with my m- mouth. I'm not very good at voices, but we'll see how it goes. Guest number two. Hi everyone, I'm Logan Arneson and I'm from Brain Adventures. If you're not familiar, go check us out. We do fun short uh, stories. Ellie from Uh, Deck of Many Aces, our GM, is on Brain Adventures and on one of the campaigns and it's very cool. And Luce, our GM here, was also on a Brain Adventures one shot. I was, it was very good fun. It's good energy. Um, Yeah, it was a blast. Tell us about who you're playing. Um... Well, uh, I'm Logan, and my pronouns, I forgot to say, are he, they, and I am playing Shade Dynamo, a three-foot-tall cat folk person, and uh, they use Shade they, them Dynamo. pronouns. They sound like they're from Magic Mike, and I love them. <laughs> oh, I forgot to say anything about Douglas. Shall I say something now or later? Uh, whatever you want. It's your call. I didn't say anything about uh, Mary. Yeah, he's he's a dryad. He is very tall, um, uh, and he is an evergreen conifer tree. Oh, I was waiting for no. I was just gonna wait for someone to say something, and no one did. Um, Mary <laughs> um, is a human barmaid. Well, now she is a Aladrin, um, 
for reasons that I'm sure we will talk about later. Um, guess number three! Sorry, you've had to be quiet for so long, but now it's your time to shine. Oh, hello. I didn't see you there. <laughs> I'm Nathan. <laughs> I use he, him pronouns. I'm from Cast of Many Things, and today I will be playing alongside all these lovely folks who are from podcasts that I love, listen to and love, so I'm very happy about that. And um, I will be playing Sherman Volk, a human-ish boy who made a pact with some winter fae and now has to spend eternity going around disemboweling people who don't clean their houses with scissors. So relatable. He doesn't like it, but relatable content. It's a living. <laughs> I could only just picture that. Um, I love that. Pitch. The little bird from the Flintstones. That's like what? It's a living. <laughs> <laughs> it's all that's in my head right now. Um, is everyone feeling Christmassy on checks notes December sixth? This is this is coming out in ten days. We'll be feeling Christmassy then. I'm definitely well, feeling Christmassy. I've started playing Christmas music. I've got my little Christmas light up reindeer. I've got a chocolate advent calendar because, of course, I do. I I, I admit I'm. Uh... A, a little bit annoyed by Christmas already because of everything ha that started happening in November. I think it should be quarantined to December oh, yeah. only, but uh, I, finally getting into the This is my Christmas first spring. Christmas in two years where I haven't been working retail. Oh, and I have to tell you guys, when you're not, it's I'm enjoying it so much more. Um, I have porridge for breakfast usually, and what I've taken to doing is once I've heated up my porridge, I take the chocolate from my advent calendar, put it in the porridge, and stir it so it's chocolate-flavoured porridge. Excellent Incredible. life choice. It's really good. Excellent. Um, maybe my biggest life hack yet. Um, although my flatmate and I went out the other night and they said that I was playing 5D chess with the universe. Well, you always do, Which I really so appreciated. Fine. Yeah, it's fine. That's just your vibes. Um, yeah, it's just my um, insane, slightly god-complex vibes. I am very excited for um, Logan, Nate, and Katie to get on the weird vibe level that Luce and I have had for maybe the majority of the podcast. Oh, my vibes in this episode are especially spicy. As literally, as we started recording, they, I got they, stung uh... by a wasp. Yeah, it's oh it's yeah, fine. yeah. The, the very oh first yeah, the very thing first thing was me loudly was swearing, loud swearing because it I'm allergic great. to them. So we're just gonna have to see how it goes. <laughs> we'll see how it goes. That's um, fun. Uh, this was the last recorded um, existence of Luce ever. <laughs> oh, it's fine. I am like in one of those horror films, like fan footage. Yeah, yeah exactly. A giant wasp monster is going to emerge. It is I feel honored. Them. Firstly, fine, the unicorn and the wasp is one of the best Doctor Who episodes. Oh yeah, that it's was really good, good right? Oh, the Agatha Christie yeah, it's one. so underloved. It's one that of my was favorites. so good. Donna was the best uh, Doctor Who companion. Changed my mind. Don't I you, you're watched. Correct. Yeah, I watched that season of Doctor Who, age like 10, and was like, ah, she will be my entire personality. I'm just going to steal it. Why would I want to change your mind? You're right. <laughs> I oh, also I really enjoy Luce, Kate, Luce and I, and to some extent Katie, just like chatting. And because Logan and Nate are from way more professional podcasts, are just being very respectfully silent and waiting for the story to start. Oh, yeah. um, because they're <laughs> oh, better no. at this will not be happening. Are. There's hardly a story. Um, <laughs> get used to my style of DMing, which is make it up as I go along. Woo! 
And um, it's, I am it's less to... me being professional and more me just like not being able to like focus on myself and just being enamored with listening to everyone. Aww, we love you. That is such a nice way of putting it. You can you can picture me like as a cat with the big wide eyes just listening because I love listening to my friends. Aww. I've just picked three people who are really nice to me all the time so that instead of having Graham and Will bullying me constantly, I can it's have only me bullying you constantly compliment... today then. Aww. <laughs> oh, oh no! No, I love um, you. You know that. I love you too. I, I also am having to do oh. everything left-handed today, so we're going to have to see how that goes as well. Winter time has come again, as it does, but once every year. Snow is flurrying, gathering on the roofs of twee little cottages in the town of Salem. The air is crisp and cold, and the snow seems to glitter ever so slightly. It gusts through the town, gusting around the marketplace, the wide open green, where a tall, tall pine tree has been placed, decorated with many a bauble. It is postcard worthy winter holidays. Everything looks perfect, but what I would like everybody to do is roll me a d6. Oh, great start. I would like to clarify by saying that we are playing a system that Luce has <laughs> invented off their noggin. Oh, yeah. Um, which I'm I'm very impressed with because it, I think... It's very, it's, it's, it's very beautiful. I feel like I have linked it from somewhere. And if I have, kudos to who came up with it. It's, it's a d6 system. And then if they think their character will be good at something and they argue it, convincingly enough they can roll a d8 if their character is going to be bad at something it's a d4 i'm really excited because this game is based on bickering with you so i already know i'm gonna be really good at it um but i got it i would like to argue that um there is a tree involved in the current setup and <laughs> douglas is a tree therefore he should get advantage yeah, roll roll the on... d8 Nice! I, I can't believe that worked. Okay. I was waiting for someone I, to do that. Um, I got a two. Four. Six. I eight. got a three. I would like... And I just like to let the listeners know that I've been calling this system Let Loose Chaos. <laughs> oh, that's so good. <laughs> I would like to argue that I have a very pretty opalescent D10 that I would like to roll. No! <laughs> In character arguments only. Okay, five. Very good. Well, in that case, can I argue that I should roll a d4 because I'm a cat and I'm not paying attention? Yeah, go for it. Roll a d4. <laughs> a one. Nice. Okay. If you rolled a four or higher, you've been in. You've all been in town a couple of days now. The town is gearing itself up for the opening of the winter market. Stalls have started to be placed up. No wares yet being sold, but everyone eagerly awaits sundown tomorrow night when the winter fair will officially open. As you've been wandering around getting to know the place, who rolled above a four? Mm, I got a four. And someone got a five, didn't they? Sherman Sherman and Douglas. Two of you have noticed 
something strange about the town well. You were staying in the local inn and you heard a rumour that people, not everyone, but some people, have been heard singing from deep within the well. And over the last couple of days, you've noticed that the snow seems to be collecting more around the well than it is anywhere else in this town. And it's almost like tendrils of frost are starting to form on the outside of the well. You haven't heard the singing. This is just something you've noticed. Why do you think you would have noticed this? Uh, where is the well in the village? It is um, just in front of the big fir tree, big pine tree. Oh, yes. Uh, Douglas went to introduce himself to the pine tree <laughs> upon his arrival. Uh, so therefore would have been quite close up to the well. Uh, Fantastic. And why would Sherman have noticed this, do you think? Sherman is obligated to look in the windows of each home in the village, wherever he's <laughs> staying, to see if the inhabitants are keeping the room clean enough to see if he needs to disembowel them or not. Ugh. So he'll be walking around the village a lot and taking his sweet time because he doesn't want to do it, looking down in the well, looking at the fir tree, Checking things out. Very nice. Day is drawing to a close. And you have all found yourself in the main room of the town's tavern. The Jingle Bell. <laughs> the main room is warm. It's a huge log fire. Nice wraparound bar, small little booths and tables with comfy chairs, cosy pillows and cushions. There are some stairs leading up to where there are some rooms, which some of you might be renting. You might not be, but you all find yourselves in the room in this tavern. If you could all describe your characters, what do your characters look like? What are they doing this fine evening, the night, the eve? before the winter market. Um, you're happy for me to go first? Do it. We can just go in order of introducing ourselves to make things easier. Sure. Um, whatever. Yeah, sounds good. Mary is, or Mariel, is um, up against the bar, probably having, like, a loud discussion with the bartender. Um, she looks like she should be human, but there's something, like, in her eyes and, like, her ears are slightly elongated that give off, like, a very weird Uncanny Valley vibe. Um, and she is just... You, have you guys ever been a barista or a bartender and had someone, like, explain to you how to make a very complicated drink that they want and you're kind of like, I have no idea, I'm just here doing my job? Is kind of she's like no 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 so you add the spices you got to you got to get the spices that you would have from the kitchen and then you have to put it, put it in the cauldron just like very emphatically like waving her arms and having a loud argument um, and probably like if she sees Sherman will like turn around and just like wave to him. 
Uh, Sherman's sitting on the side of the bar and waves back. Nice. And she goes back to arguing with the bartender. Hmm. Uh, go for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, Douglas is one of the sat himself down at one of the tables probably somewhere near in the middle of the room where the the the, the, uh, the eaves are a bit higher because he's rather tall um, he's about seven foot tall um, and he is uh, notably unusual for being a dryad uh, he is a pine tree dryad uh, uh, so he's got a lot of uh spiky needles coming out of uh especially around his hair like a big kind of mane of spiky needles and if you look a bit closely you can see that somebody has like twisted some bits of shiny stuff in among the needles and like hung a few things there he probably hasn't noticed it yet but uh he will at some point uh and he wants to take credit for that feel free um and he is being quite quiet and doing some whittling at one of the tables Uh, may I ask, is there a fireplace in this room? There is, yes. Okay, well, like all good cats, Shade is curled up in front of the fireplace, which to a normal onlooker would not be concerning at all, but Shade has a backpack and two satchels full of explosives <laughs> that Shade carries with them <laughs> everywhere. So, just sleeping next to a fire with explosives. Incredible. What type of cat is Shay? Shade is a, uh, like, dark-colored cat, but what you don't realize is it's actually, like, dirt and soot covering it to dull out the bright colors of his, or of their orange coat. Incredible. We love to see it. And Sherman. Sherman is leaning up against a bar stool as close to the corner of the room as he can get. Uh, he has a whetstone and a giant pair of scissors and is sharpening it. Oh, and looking creepy. around, nursing a glass of the closest approximation he could get to mulled wine without Mary making it, and occasionally glancing over to the conversation Mary is having with the bartender, hoping that eventually some good mulled wine will come out of this kitchen. Uh, a kitchen that he occasionally looks in to make sure it's still clean. Very nice. I just, the whole cloning this thing, that is just very ominous. That's so creepy. I know that's the point, but God. So, do any of you... Someone actively covered with dirt. It is concerning. Do any of you... (laughs) I've got some foley for you. Have you you met before your time in the last couple of days in the village? Mary and Sherman know each other because they've both been brought into the same household, as it were. Mm -hmm. Um as people who've been both sort of semi-adopted by um, Faye. So they've become quite friendly with each other just because no one else wants to hang out with them. Very and I nice. think they both... Uh, mm-hmm. I've got to ask, how long do you have like Mary and uh, Sherman been uh, associated with the yes. Faye? How, yeah. That's something. Actually, as you go around, you should all say how long have your characters been associated with the Winter Court? Mm. Oh, yeah. Okay. Sorry, I just put a whole thing of cheese and crackers in my mouth. Um, 
<laughs> That's fine. That's cool. uh, I also forgot to say what Sherman looked like. Oh, time. yeah. <laughs> so Sherman is a pale, uh, lanky, maybe about 13-year-old. It's hard to tell. Oh. Yeah. And he, and he managed to get um, get wine out of the kitchen. He hasn't aged in... He's lost track. And has managed to look barely old enough. Yeah, I think Sherman was definitely part of the court before Mary joined. Uh, Mary's probably been going for like 20 years at this, a decade to 20 years at this point, but obviously it's passing a lot quicker than it is since, like, you know, she joined. She's like, time is now an illusion and she's just drunk most of the time. Um,. But she um, gave a Faye some mulled wine, and the Faye liked it, and so they were like, "You're coming with us." Oh, yeah, creepy. Uh, Douglas has been, uh, uh, I can't remember what I was gonna say. Uh, Douglas has been in servitude to the court now for uh, sixty-six years. Uh, he's keeping a careful count. Uh, once he's served them a hundred years, he'll be free to go and live out the rest of his uh, potentially very long existence uh, because he is now a tree. Uh, so uh, he will live as long as a tree does. Uh, and when uh, he originally encountered the Fae, they said uh, they can they wanted his servitude for a hundred years and he pointed out that he wasn't going to live that long. So they extended his lifespan a bit. Uh, but he's counting down the days to when he can go off and retire. I'm just 44 years from retirement. Basically. <laughs> Us looking to the future. Uh, and uh, I don't know how well uh, Sherman or the others will know him, but they will probably know of him yeah. as uh, doing a lot of... Uh, I don't know, kind of errands and... and Breaking bones occasionally in in in, uh, in the service of the court. Uh, shade. Oh. <laughs> uh, shade has have, is a recent addition to the court. Uh, in most circles, Shade is known as an eco terrorist, which has gained them favor from the Fey. And uh, on one night when they were ambushed and tried to. Uh, some people tried to kill them. They ran into the forest, and the Fae gave them shelter, and it's been a few months now. Uh, and Shade is very aware of Douglas, because Shade likes to sleep in trees, mm -hmm. but has yet to, like, really conversate with anyone. Ah, Douglas is fond enough of Shade. I think that's everyone, because Nate's already talked about Shannon. Fantastic. Yes, so... You are all part of the Fey Winter Court. And separately, in twos, maybe by different people, as a group, you have all been come and asked to investigate some of the strange rumours about the singing that have happened in this town. You haven't really been given much to go on. You just know that the Winter Court is intrigued by what is happening in this little town. 
Whether you think that's something good or bad is up to you. As you're all biding your time, waiting around in the inn, the door suddenly bursts open. A flurry of cold air and snow washes in and someone hurries in, slams the door behind them, stamps their feet on the rugs and does a big shiver. Goes as if to take a coat off but just takes off a scarf. Stand to their full height and before you, you see a yeti. White, Ooh. thick white fur, very tall, kindly look, kind-looking, piercing blue eyes, soft smile on the face, and they lumber over to the bar. Gesture for the barman to come over. Oh, barman, what warming drinks do you have? It fair freezes the bones outside this time of year. The barman sort of looks over at Mary when you were about how when you were trying to explain this concept yeah. of mulled wine. I'm just gonna hop over the bar and start walking into the kitchen. Nice. Uh, get roll me a d. I will let. I will say you can roll a d8 for this because you're this is d your thing. I am gonna say as well. So for the like concept, if we're talking about like abilities that I'm working for for Mary as opposed to be just like a regular bartender is I was thinking a sort of drunken master monk style is what I'm going for with her. Um, where's my d8? It is a six. A six. Yeah, the barman gestures for you to go in, sort of comes in, whispers something in the chef's ear. Chef nods, looks at you slightly quizzically, but lets you go about your task. Cool. I'm gonna just try and make like as big, you know those big old cauldrons that are like the size of the big, like soup pot pans, like half the size of a person. Yep. That's what she's going for. Just gonna take all of the wine off the shelf, regardless of how expensive it looks. Grab a bunch of spices. Listen, you don't cook with cheap wine. If you want the mulled wine to be good, the wine's got to be good. Yep. Uh, Douglas is gonna get up and kind of uh, has has seen this happening. Kind of lumbers over to the bar and says, uh, "I've heard your wine is rather nice. Don't suppose there'll be any for me to try as well?" Oh, sorry. Yes. Um. Of course, I'll make some for the... I mean, I'm going to make some for everyone. Um, so, this is... She just kind of, like, turns around and does, like, that very quick head count thing. Um, and it says, you're the tree man. I mean, obviously, you're the tree man. Uh, look, I think... I do appear to be a tree man, yes. She kind of waves. She says, Shami, Shami, can you come help me hand out the glasses? Very well. Stand up. Put uh, put the shears in a giant sheath on his back. Push back his hood and go back into the kitchen to help. Nice. Um, I think she's also gonna try and get for shade. Um, like, see if you know, like the bowls they have, the dog bowls they have in pubs. 
Um, see if she can get like a little cup, the cat water bowl to a see if that was worth for shade. A little saucer, yeah, a saucer for the cat. Yeah, saucer for shade. Yeah. Incredible. Sorry, I thought uh, is 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 shade a cat or tabaxi? A tabaxi. It's kind of a, a okay. cross. It's like slightly bigger than a normal cat, but bipedal. Oh, so like like like, like Puss in Boots from Shrek. Rocket in in Guardians of the Galaxy, but a cat. Yeah, yeah. That's okay. That's, so that's it's probably vibe. slightly insulting to um. Oh yes. To. I mean, Shade wouldn't say no. Yeah. <laughs> cool, and I'll get a really big, um, uh, a really big flagon for the for the Yeti as well. Put down in front of him, just immediately, automatically. She's got some somewhere. She's produced a tiny apron to go around her waist, and a towel is over her shoulder. Incredibly. Um, and <laughs> she just starts wiping a glass, and she's like. So I've been out of touch for the past half a century or so, but um, is this common? Are you normal around here? What's the deal? Oh yes, I live in this town. There are many of us around this area. You know, it's That's cold. Nice. It's nice. It's a little chilly at the moment. Chillier than normal for this time of year. But um. No, I can't live anywhere much warmer with all, with all this fur. Nice to meet you. What is your name? I am Oweth. Just gonna reply very cautiously because she lives amongst the Fae. Mm-hmm. Um, and she says, You can't have my name, but my name is Mary. Um, these are my co-workers and that's my friend she points to shaman who's in the kitchen i imagine she's fetched him like a little stool just even though he's already lanky because she's like this is a child i will give them some help <laughs> a stool to what what task have you set sherman just to do? stirring the wine <laughs> okay sherman's stirring the wine very carefully uh, did you Howdy do, I'm Sherman. Nice to meet you, okay. Sherman. Um, and then, yeah, so she just, I think she's just going to kind of keep talking to the Yeti to see if she can find out any information. And I'm going to think I should roll a D8 for this because bartenders are really, I really play an archetype, huh? You do. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, she's going to be, this is the, like an exact argument I've used in a game and why I've given Flora an ability to get information out of NPCs, which is like, bartenders are going to talk to people. Yep. Yes, you can roll a d8. Yay! Thank it will you. be an opposed roll. Oh, fun. Where did you place the bowl for the, the mold line for shade? Um, probably by the fire. Okay. So they wouldn't so have to move. Dip a paw into it just gingerly, You're good. and it's then It's me. I roll absolute garbage. I roll a three. I roll a one. Yay! <laughs> oh, ow! Let's be real. I love your consistency. Oh yeah. We good? Okay. Shade is just gonna be laying by the fire, just like lightly licking up some wine, and then just like pushing the bowl back and forth between their paws. Like it just as the bowl slides back and forth. Uh, this is a very important question. 
Do you spill any wine? Oh no. That is, you're gonna have to roll. Uh, I was like, uh, the question is, do I want to roll a d4? <laughs> Depends. Oh, are you deliberately spitting it? I mean, I'm a cat and I'm batting around a bull, so I feel like you maybe don't you maybe don't know Sherman yet. You maybe don't really realize Sherman's whole deal. That is a good question. It's not my room. Do I'm gonna roll a Sherman's d4. Hold? Oh, Logan, no! I can't believe we're getting PVP this early in the podcast. <laughs> that is a two. <laughs> a little bit spilled over the side. Nothing to write so, about. I... A little bit. <laughs> and also, you're all members of the Winter Court. You can't attack each other. Well, yeah. Okay. Oh, that's good. Harm each other. So, uh, yeah. Oh, don't worry. It's it's the owner of the home's responsibility. Oh, that's okay. I think Sh oh, Shade no! though will will be like licking <laughs> it off the floor though, because don't care. <laughs> Sherman is pointedly looking into the pot that he is stirring and not at anything yeah. else. So what would you like to ask Oeth? Anything in particular? Or... Um, I think for me it's very much the equivalent of like Mystery Inc. Supernatural X-Files where like they've just kind of rolled up and Mary's just like, so what's going on that's weird? Okay. Um, after Oeth sort of drinks down this large mug of wine, they sort of lean in conspiratorially after you say, have you heard of anything weird? No, I didn't believe in any of this stuff and nonsense that people have been saying about the well, but... Just a few hours ago, I myself heard the singing haunting it was beautiful but haunting maybe so you got well ghosts think of times long gone mm. and of times yet to come but it seems seems perfectly fine to me familiar somehow i think I think I may have heard it before. Not here. Where have I heard it? it seems to ponder for a minute or so. Takes another sip from his um, from his wine. Ah, yes. I remember. Back when I was a young lad, much more handsome than I am today, I used to work up on my family's ice farm. We'd farm the glaciers <laughs> up in the frozen mountains. And I seem to recall one cold winter, a cold winter like this. Oh, must have been nigh 300 years ago now. I think I heard this music coming from deep within the glacier. Yes. Hmm. Sort of goes back into themselves almost and seems to be thinking about the past. Cool. Douglas says, hmm, 
Do you believe it to be sinister in your belief? Again, a long pause. You get the feeling that yetis don't really do anything in a hurry. Mm. Sort of. Mm. Well, neither do I. I don't know. Don't be hasty. I think <laughs> not malicious. But I don't know if I would say it was good. Whilst this conversation is happening, I think Mary's gonna just like bang on a flagon to get Shade and Sherman's attention and be like, okay, mountains, let's go. Um, ah. Climbing, and then I, I'm gonna say she's gonna shark before they leave, which I think is a piece of slang I will have to explain to Logan and Nate. I don't know if you guys have sharking. No. Um, so, mm -mm. when you're in a bar and there are like someone's left half finished drinks, you just you drink them. That's shocking. Uh, you might have heard it referred as mind sweeping. Mm. No. Which is the other one. Mm -mm. <laughs> yeah. Um, but she's just. Either way, not like an actual good oh, God, idea. No. But, um... Oh, it's a terrible idea. But, but we're like, British. Die. Yeah. Yeah. She's gonna um... shark and see if she can take any tips before she goes. Um, <laughs> uh, roll me a d10. Douglas is... Okay. I got an eight. You get eight coins and tips. Yay! Um, They're all pennies. <laughs> Douglas is going to say, uh, perhaps we could slow down a little. Um, there's no need to be hasty. We have probably plenty of time. Uh, I did see that the well was unusually frost-encrusted, if that is a, a thing one could say. I mean, <laughs> if it's like weird ice spirits, that makes sense, right? It could do, yes. Um, hmm. I, I would mean, I could just go jump down the well and... Get into any... Thing too hastily. Okay. So... Shade is gonna do a, a big, big cat stretch with their paws out in front of them and then stand up on their hind legs and walk over to the group. Be like, I'm ready to go. I think we're blowing up a well. Ooh. That sounds fun. That is my specialty. It's I will sunny. gladly. It's gladly always do sunny that. in Philadelphia music plays. The gang blows up a well. <laughs> well, 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 well. <laughs> so, seeing as I was referenced to be Rocket, I feel like I need to climb Douglas and ride on Douglas. Absolutely. Oh, yeah, that's what feel we're going to do. <laughs> cool, we're going to go Perfect. check out the well. So, I will curl back up on top of Gut Douglas at this lay back down and start licking the wine off my paws. My duty compels me. How clean is the inn? Um, <laughs> it's fine. It's, okay. Good. You know, there's, there's obviously some things that still need cleaning, but you get, like, it's not the concept of, like, oh, this is a very dirty place. It's 
this is a place that they keep as clean as possible, but obviously it's a business and they can't get to every spill as immediately as it happens. Phew. I'm sure it's a perfectly fine establishment. No need to... <laughs> to, to worry about Boo! it. That was in character. Wow. Well, I don't want to worry about it, but I have one job. Hmm... You have two jobs, and job number one is blowing up a well. <laughs> I think that that's is true, that's Young true. Shade's job, to be precise. Hmm. Yep. You all right? You might want to look inside it first. I am delightfully comfortable. Excellent. Oh, Luce, has the Christmas tree in the town square been ethically sourced? Yes, it seems rather than one that's being like chopped down and put there, it seems like maybe it was planted there years and years ago and it's grown up. Just oh, behind okay. the world. So it's I don't there. have to blow it up. Seems to Good be to know. All that maybe there all part all year round. And obviously they dress it up really fancy at Christmas, but you get the feeling that they might like, you know, hide eggs in it at Easter and that sort of thing. Fully like a hallmark town. Oh, this place is so you know when you see like those postcards of like the perfect Christmas like Alpine village? Yeah. Like imagine that. The houses almost could be made out of gingerbread. Like it's so stereotypically mm. perfect. Like they've all got those like gables, like the light dusting, they've all got the snow on the roofs, like the heart cutouts on the in the shutters. Mm. Cool. It is we perfect no, Walmart Christmas card. But this place is a little eerie. I know, isn't it great? Yes, I, I, I do believe that it is a little too perfect. Usually I gotta disembowel at least one person per town. No disemboweling yet, then? Wait, not a one. What? It's what the scissors are for. Oh. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. It's fine, he disinfects them. It's alright. Grown accustomed to it, sad as that may be. Somehow that's worse. Mary's like forging forward to the well. Uh Douglas will walk relatively slowly, but he has very long legs, so mm. he keeps pace pretty easily so as you make your way towards the well all of you now notice what sherman and douglas saw earlier there seem to be those you know when you know when ice and frost forms on a window and it forms like, like fern like tendrils mm. mm -hmm. those seem to be crawling down rather than up from the ground they seem to have crawled out from the top of the well and down and they seem almost reflective blue but that blue of you know the blue that ice goes when it's in large enough chunks that kind of blue hmm. so how quickly can i touch one? Oh yay go for it the... yeah i'm gonna grab one um roll me a d4 because that's actively a bad decision yeah <laughs> it looks cool i want to touch how it how the system works if I wasn't on top of Douglas, I was considering licking it. Crit fail! No. Yeah! As you 
And then there were three. <laughs> Touch the ice. It's so cold, it feels warm. You know that feeling when your hands are cold and you put them under a tap? Yeah. And the water feels boiling, even though it's not. Yeah. Yeah. That feeling starts to spread through your body. Starts at your fingertips, working its way through, getting hotter and hotter. It's It's a very uncomfortable feeling. And as the other three of you watch, you can see these fern-like tendrils starting to creep up onto Mary's hand and up their arm. Is anyone going to do anything? Even though she's in horrible pain. Um, Nice. Um, Douglas is going to reach forward and try and, like, yank her back. Okay, going to try and yank back. Yeah, no problem with that. So... As you grab her, how are you going to try and yank her back? Argue what dice you're going to use. Douglas has um, established muscle, to be fair. You're not yeah, arguing um, for Katie. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, he is going to kind of reach her by the shoulder, like grab her, her shoulder and just pull her back strongly. And I, I would argue that uses his his powers of being strong and 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 making people move in ways they don't want to, which is his thing. Uh, because he can uh, hit real good when he needs to, so... Yeah, I think it should be a D8. I will allow a D8. Okay. Oh, that's a three. It does nothing. <laughs> that, that was that was, that was was useless, uh, being a D8. Um. As you start, as you touch Mary's shoulder, again, that not quite as flame hot that Mary's feeling, but you feel a warmth, a, a, a cold warmth. And I don't know how better to describe it than that emanating off Mary, and it almost singes some of your needles. Can I let yes, go? Yes, you can let go. I would like to do that. You let go. Mary still seems stuck to the well. Shade would like to... Uh, pull out a very small explosive and oh, throw it no. at the, the well where Mary's touching it. Okay. Um, argue what dice you're going to be there. Use here. Beware. I know you're good at explosive, but you are actively throwing it at a party member. So be Woo! careful. Yes, I, 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 I think D6 makes sense because I'm not planting it, which is my specialty. I'm tossing it because it's urgent. Okay. Yes, D6. This is like five minutes into the actual action and we're already throwing party throwing explosives oh, yeah. at party members. That's a four. That succeeds. Um, yeah. You throw this small explosive, not at Mary's hand, but <laughs> you know that thing, like it goes where her hand is sort of stuck onto the well. There's a gap between thumb and forefinger and you aim just for that little bit there. It's not a huge explosion, but it knocks some of the well bricks down into the well. And Mary's hand comes away. And Mary, as you look down, you now have these tendril-like frost burns coming from your 
hand and going up your arm to about your elbow. They wrap around, almost like Liechtenstein scars. Sick. I kind of look at Sherman and I'm like, so do we think I should lose the arm or just keep it for now and see what happens? Sherman was about to try to hit the ice with his shears and they're half unsheathed and he quickly sheathed them back. <laughs> These um, bright, bright silvery shears. Um, uh, I didn't think I think it still looks like it's functional. Your arm would grow back. Do arms grow back? I haven't had uh, flesh arms in quite some time. I don't quite remember. I was under the impression they did not grow back. They don't. She wiggles it. <laughs> hmm. As I do opine, that would be a bad idea. Oh, <laughs> no. <laughs> what? As you are chatting, you've saved your friend. You realise you haven't heard the bricks hit the water in the well. Hmm. Oh. I have a working theory. Is it a portal yeah. to another dimension? No. How far... I'm going to turn around. Can I see the mountain range that the Yeti was talking about? Yes. So this little town is nestled in a little... Um, oh, what's it called? Where it's like... This place may once have been volcanic. It's not volcanic anymore. This wouldn't have been the top of a volcano, but it might have been like a side shoot off a volcano. So there's like a, a bowl... Where, it, yes, caldera? A, a, yeah, an open caldera. This place has not been volcanic in millions of years, but sort of this idea of like this blown open caldera off on the side, not from the main um, spout, but off a side spout. So it's this sort of protective wall, and then you can see up as you go up this large glacier at the top of the mountain. It wouldn't take you too long I'm to climb. I'm going to point in that direction and then, like, let my finger travel down the mountain and then across the ground and up to the well. And be like, I think it is the same thing. You guys know climbing plants? Like, um, vines and, and grapes. I think it's a magical ice climbing plant. Like, ivy. Strangles people. So it's rooted itself here as well as up in the mountains yeah i think this might be an extension of the root be up in the mountains i mean i think if we look into the well it's just gonna keep basically coming up and out um we can check it out but my my gut's saying mountain time mm. could we try putting some explosives down the well and seeing if that as you say that, Shade is like holding a stack of dynamite and is like about to drop it and just going, huh? Oh. Yeah. Lights it and drops it. Nice. Uh, I suppose we're doing that. So you expose us full for a long time. As you drop them in the well, you look down and again, you can see these ice fronds climbing up from the inside of the well. And the well looks far deeper than it should as you're looking down as you drop this dynamite far down there's it almost looks like water like that rather not well water but that water you see on those clear sandy clear white sand beaches where it's 
such a vibrant blue, it's almost not real. It's that sort of water at the bottom of the well. And as you drop the explosives, they sink in. They don't seem to go out, but they sink into this colour that is at the bottom of this well. And you hear an ever so distant explosion. And a low rumble seems to emanate. Well, I think diplomacy's out. When you all start to hear this eerie singing, at first, you don't know if you are hearing it. It's so faint and strange. It almost seems to be curling around the back of your head and into your ears. It doesn't feel like hearing. It feels like feeling a noise. This strange, rhythmical, musical sound that almost sounds almost like waves lapping upon a beach. But not quite. And it gets louder and louder in your brain, in your it seems to be bypassing ears. You can feel this noise in your very bones or tree bark. <laughs> and that is where we are going to end this episode. Woo! Okay. Cool. Um, that was so much fun. Uh, and I can't wait to see what happens in part two, which will be airing next week. Ooh. Um, thank you, guest. You're amazing. Um, Luce, do you feel qualified to do the little spiel bit that Willow Grove usually do, or do you want me to take no, it? No, no, I do not. <laughs> yeah, you have to put the whole game DMing. I can do it. Um, we are on Living With Destiny. You're listening to our podcast feed. You can find us at rwd underscore pod on Twitter and Instagram. We have a Discord, which is where we made these lovely friends. You can find the invite in the link tree. Um, lovely guests, in order that we introduced you, where can we find you? Uh, hi, I am Katie, and you can hear me on Deck of Many Aces, uh, which is on Twitter at Deck of Many Aces, and is a... Uh, I think it's quite a good podcast. I think it's a good podcast. Um, I agree. Agreed. Oh, thank you. Um, and we, uh, yeah, we 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 exist. We, uh, we play time? Dungeons and Dragons. Oh yeah, we play D and D. I play a wizard. Yeah, you're really good at it. Uh, we're we're we're, we're all tall. Our party is a tall <laughs> girl. Yeah. They are all tall. And girls? Question mark. Girls? Question mark. Yeah. Um. But, Guest number two, Logan, where can we find you? Hi. Uh, you can find Brain Adventures on Twitter or Instagram at ADV, or Brain Adventures, no, Brain ADV Pod. Uh, also, uh, recently on TikTok, uh, our DM Izzy puts up some really great content. He does some, like, little motion comics for, or not motion comics, but just animations of scenes from our shows and they are heartwarming and heartbreaking and hilarious uh, yeah and Nate where can we find you uh, you can find me trying to figure out why my cats are chasing each other around the room and attacking my dice 
or on Twitter at Nate Scott Jones or uh, on the cast of many things, which you can also follow on Twitter at cast o many things. So now what we usually do here is we have some very charming natural banter, which I fade out. So what I'm going to do instead is try and be really clever and fade myself out explaining what we do now. I don't know if it's going to work. <laughs> wait, wait. So what do you do again? You, you, you have you banter, banter and then you, you oh. fade it out. Yeah, we fade out the banter. Oh, wait, I don't care. I don't care.